All right, to the reviewers, listeners, lovers, supporters out there, first and foremost, happy Monday. Hope everybody's having a great, productive, positive start to the week. It is, what is it? It's Labor Day, isn't it? It is a holiday, man. It does not, listen, I don't know if it's because I got a couple of my days mixed up last week. I don't know if it's because I kind of skipped out on recording the last couple days. I, I don't know what it is people i have no idea maybe the earth's hemisphere is off of its axis 90 degrees celsius or some shit like that i don't know i don't read too much into it i just know it's uh you know kind of the start to a new month we're a couple days in actually four days into september start to the new month start to the new week man um and we know that with september you know one of the things that's obviously synonymous with the month of september is back to school so I'm going to try to do something here, people, and I need y'all to bear with me. I'm trying to do something that y'all know for the last three years or so I've been terrible at. I've been terrible at, yeah, guys, this month is such and such themed month, man. We're going to do all commentaries that are themed on this shit here. And here we are three years later, and I'm still terrible at doing that. But people... I'm motivated. I'm motivated in a different way. So hopefully I not, you know, hopefully I don't bullshit y'all and I stick to the themes, man. When I say the themes, kids are going back to school, man. You know, whether it's the little ones, you know, I've got a little one that's going back to school. I've got a whole fucking third grader on my hands, people, as of tomorrow. Tomorrow's my daughter's first day of school. I'm nervous as shit. Hopefully I'm not going to be, you know, an emotional wreck and embarrass her for the most part because she'll probably just like look around and roll her eyes and be like, dad, like I'm like, I've got friends now and shit like, you know, I don't need you to do this. But Nonetheless, people, whether your kids are going, you know, whether they're starting kindergarten, uh, middle school, elementary school, high school, doesn't matter. We all know that these kids are going back to school and it's a harsh reality, man. It's a hard pill to swallow that sometimes these kids get a little rowdy, people. And I feel like it was such a great theme to do because I'm not going to lie to y'all. September was going to be, you know, Stephen King's birthday is like September. Is it 21st? I can't quite recall, but. September was going to be Stephen King month, man. I had a whole lineup, you know, for four weeks worth of Stephen King commentaries, man. Three episodes each week or three commentaries each week, man. But I said, no, it's more suitable that I celebrate the entire month as opposed to one day. I didn't want to be selfish here. And I said, this is my chance to do all of these high school themed or, you know, middle school themed movies that I've always wanted to get around to. The one we're getting into today, I haven't, I have not done this, man. I think I've attempted to do commentary for this twice, maybe uh, two years ago or so, man. And every attempt was just foiled by God knows what, man. But either way, man, we here we are, man. Uh, you know, Dangerous Minds, 1995, man. This is, this is the template, man. This is the epitome of, you know, a lot of people would probably think Lean on Me would be my you know, template for these, these types of films. It's not. Lean on me is on the list, people. We got lean on me, the substitute, one eight seven, things of that nature. I'll we'll get to those commentaries when we get there. I don't want to lose sight of what we're doing here. But dangerous minds. As good as those other movies are, I mentioned Lean on Me and um, you know, one eight seven, even Freedom Riders, which I did have to take off my list. You know, uh Dead Poet Society is on the list. I haven't seen that since high school. But Dangerous Minds is the movie where I wanted more than anything for Michelle Pfeiffer to get through to these kids and for these kids to grow to love her. The the relationships in this movie that she has with the kids in general, but some of the kids that stand out as her favorites as the movie goes on, is something that I don't think any of these other types of films have been able to capture. Um, I'm not sure how well this movie did in the theaters, 
But it was popular enough and well-received enough to where they had a fucking spinoff TV show of this, man. I don't know who that short redhead lady is that played, um, you know, she played the character of Luann Johnson. I don't know who that actress is, but they definitely, I definitely remember, and I'm not crazy here, a Dangerous Minds TV show, man. And I just couldn't get into it. I think they had one of the same actors, um, the Husky Black Bull. I don't know if he's bald-headed or not, but he always wore Scully. He kind of looks like Bokeem Woodmine. They had him come back in the show, but I just I just wasn't attached to it, man, because the movie is just so it's such a powerful film, man. And um, this director, uh, John N. Smith, I don't know what else he's done, but it can't hurt to look it up, people. Let's see. Let's see what he's done. He's done a TV movie, Sugar Time. I never heard of it. A Cool Dry Place, Revenge of the Land, Random Passage. Geraldine's Fortune, uh, Love and Savagery. I haven't heard of any of these movies, man. TV movies, big screen films, but God bless John N. Smith, man. Um, you know, for for giving us a classic, man. And this, the, two of the writers on here are uh, Ron Bass and the actual Luann Johnson that this movie was based on. Um, and I don't know, like, you know, we could talk about biopics all we want to, but I don't think people really mention this one as one of the best biopics when, um, you know, when we talk about the list, you know, which ones are the good ones, which ones are the bad ones, because, you know, I love that Luann Johnson, the actual Luann Johnson was on board for this movie, man, because you've got a lot of cases where these people will try to do biopics based off of people's lives and if the people are still alive or if the state isn't with it then you don't get a movie made man and you might have a little bit of a fucking lawsuit on your hands but nonetheless man michelle pfeiffer gives probably top five performances top three honestly i'm just gonna go out and say it top three performances of her entire career man granted i have not seen every single michelle pfeiffer movie but i love her in this movie you got a young courtney b vance who never breaks a fucking sweat or raises his voice above a couple you know certain decibels in this film young courtney b vance is in this movie man robin bar uh, bartlett who played funny enough she was um i think she was the music teacher in lean on me so she's no stranger to you know movies about these you know these badass motherfucking kids um John Neville, who I didn't even realize until I looked at, you know, at IMDb here, John Neville, who I was just watching him in Urban Legend, where he plays one of the the dean or the professor or something in Urban Legend, and he gets ran over with the car. I forgot he's only a waiter in this movie, man. You got Renali Santiago, who's great in this movie. I like him. Um, Brooklyn Harris, Wade Dominguez. You've got the two. Listen, there's two guys in here that are twins. Now, I don't know if these guys went on to become producers, but these guys are in a lot of... um music videos back in the day hip-hop videos i remember them being closely affiliated with method man and red man and i am disgracing hip-hop fans all over the place because i cannot remember exactly what their part in the industry was man but they pop up at some point go back and you know look for the twins i used to think that they were the rock wilder uh, producers but i you know clearly i need to get myself a bit more seasoned but people we are about to jump into this commentary, man. I had to get this shit on Voodoo. I don't know if I just didn't look hard enough or if they had it somewhere else and I missed it. I'm not sure. But that's where it's at, people. Full theatrical version of Dangerous Minds. That's just in case y'all are tuning in with me. And y'all know if y'all are tuning in with me, y'all are the true to the reviews MVP. So, people, let's kick off. Let's do it. Let's kick off the new school year with these badass kids. I mean, they're bad, but... I don't think they're as bad as some of the kids will, you know, or teenagers will get into as the rest of the month unfolds with this commentary I've got planned for y'all. But, people, the commentary for Dangerous Minds, I will hit the play button in 3, 2, 1. 
Oh yeah, definitely gotta um definitely gotta shout out Coolio. Rest in peace, shout out to Coolio. Um this, you know, talking about something that's synonymous again, this song became synonymous with this film. This is one of the greatest uh you know drops on a movie soundtrack in a movie period and if y'all go back and watch the hot ones episode with coolio and sean evans he said that he didn't write gangsta's paradise he said gangsta's paradise wrote him like he was just an instrument <clears throat> i think that was some real deep shit to say man coolio is is very missed just one of the hardest songs one of the most haunting beats ever but i gotta low y'all know i'm jamming y'all already know what it is saying prayers in the street light and shout out lv man a lot of people don't know the guy's name that that does this hook lv i'm not sure what else he's done but he compliments this shit very well man and listen coolio rode this beat man he rode this shit oh this dude that's running for the bus he always like <laughs> listen <coughs> listen i'm not running for no bus man i ran for uh not a school bus or anything but this was when i was in high school i ran for a public transportation it was like my neighborhood bus ran for the 18 bus one day i was coming home i think i was coming from practice swear to god the bus pulled the fuck off never again i was too traumatized too embarrassing i also love how it went from you know black and white in the beginning and then turned color right before they pulled up to the school it's a nice little touch Money and the power. Is that Goose Morrow? That is Goose Morrow. Sitting in the who the hell sits in the the very front of the bus? I mean, I, I do it sometimes. Like if there's a lot of people on public transportation, I'm I'm sitting in the front. I ain't trying to be in the back, y'all. Emilio. Oh, them boys playing hacky sack. I don't know if I've ever peeped that before. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even attempt to do it. I was about to say, yeah, I've never known how to play that, y'all, but I couldn't do it if I tried. My friend Louise Johnson's here to see you. She is rocking that hairstyle, man. The chick that was also in Lean on Me. And she looks like the actress that played Luann Johnson in the Dangerous Minds TV show. Who the hell is... Let me look this up, man. I'll wait outside. Uh, please, uh, Kevin, have a seat. Thank you for seeing me. Oh, well. Fine-ass Michelle Pfeiffer, man. Like, okay, I, I'm just gonna go out and say it. Dangerous Minds, Batman Returns, 
I don't know what the top five would be, honestly. Top five performances from her. Uh, I do have to go back and watch, not Cold Creek Manor. What is that shit called? Uh, what Lies Beneath. Relations, telemarketing. Marine. You don't look like a Marine. Long sleeves, hides the tattoos. But, like, I, you know, poor Luann Johnson, man. She's she's such a... She's not a square. I'm not going to say she's such a square, but she's just so so straight-laced. You know, even for somebody that was a Marine, like, she's so straight-laced and, you know, she comes across as so Susie Homemaker until she realizes what the fuck she's dealing with with these kids. I love the, the that transition she makes into the toughest nails teacher you know and she she also becomes like a she becomes a confidant like a, a safe haven for these kids man well, the academy is uh, sort of a school within a school. Uh, special kids, passionate, energetic, challenging. Psychotic. The uh, salary is is twenty four seven a year. Are you interested? <coughs> yes. There's a lot of money back then. Yes, I'm 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 interested. Oh, that's wonderful. That's great. Okay. So, oh well, so. Uh, these, these are for you. Uh, curriculum, schedule, and uh, whatnot. She's like, here's the syllabus, and this is um, contract. Right. In case you die. Congratulations. Look at his face. He's like, oh, fuck. Mr. Griffith's classroom is right next to yours, so would you meet her outside tomorrow and show her 107? Right. He's like, why would you do this to her, man? This is my friend. Did, did she tell tell you about uh, the academy program? Yeah, yeah. No, she told me all about it. She said, you know, bright, special kids. And... Well, I want to teach, Hal. If I have any questions, I'll know who to ask, right? Yeah. I'll be counting on it. <laughs> Swinging things. I don't know why this song has always stood out. Uh, I remember making like a, you know, we had like LimeWire and shit like that back in the day. I remember putting this on like a CD mixtape. <laughs> Never really liked the lyrics of the song. I just liked the hook. I think it was called Having Things. To your right. Shepherd's lesson plans will be in her desk. <laughs> Very possibly. God damn, bro. Now, if the twin brothers, if they ventured off into music, it makes sense, because, look, they're involved in the cypher right now. Noisy bunch, aren't they? Type of shit we used to do in high school every once in a while. I'm not going to lie. I shout over them. Right. Thanks. Luann, I'm right next door. 
Thanks. He was trying to let her know, like, look, you you got your work cut out for you, man. Holy shit, y'all! And it just dawned on me. Hold up, he's killing it right now. They didn't give a fuck about her presence, yo. Like, they're dancing and fucking rapping and shit. They don't care. But what I was about to say, just them doing music, them doing music in this class, um, it made me, it just reminded me, y'all, I fucked up my list. Now, I've got some bangers on my list for y'all as far as September, badass kids. Now, right now, I have to put fucking Sister Act 2 on my list. I forgot I didn't have it on there. I'm tripping. Okay, fake ass Jacob Vargas. Take your sunglasses off, asshole. Yo, I I literally so I just uh, I went over to my wall people and I I wrote down Sister Act 2, but that means I've got 13 movies on this list now. And I've got to take one off just to make room for Sister Act 2. <sighs> decisions, the de goddamn decisions, people. I'll eat you. All right, Mr. Sexual Harassment. You say that shit in 2023, like Emilio would have been canceled. What is your name? Emilio. Ramirez. And why? Guzmaro just keeps popping up everywhere. I keep mentioning the name Guzmaro because he does become one of those characters that. Um, that Luann gets you know gets close to. That's Raul's right hand man right there. And then you got fucking fake ass Eric Matthews from the toy. U.S. Bates. I said Eric Matthews. Um, who the hell was Eric Matthews? Was he in uh? Was he in Boy Meets World? I feel like that was the brother in Boy Meets World. I meant to say Eric Bates from the toy. Also, while I shout out the parents whose kids are, you know, starting school or going back to school, big shouts out to y'all, man. We are we are doing the best we can out here to, you know, to raise these kids the right way. But I also got to shout out the teachers out there, man. Y'all are the most underappreciated, underpaid people on, like, the planet, man. Big shouts out to y'all. There's, like... um. You know, there there's teachers out there that I still got, like I still call them Mr. or Mrs. because they have just impacted my life in so many different ways. Like inside and outside the classroom type of shit. Like I feel like teachers definitely get a bad rap, man. They put up with a lot. They endure a lot. Rejects from hell? Bright kids with little or no educational skills and what we politely call a lot of social problems. <laughs> Damn it, Griffith, you could have warned me. Hey, Luann, you said you wanted to teach. I mean, is that a load of bull or what? No, 
teach. I can't. Why? I can't teach them. Yes, you can. All you gotta do is get their attention. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell did he just throw at her head? I never knew what that was. Like, was it a piece of fruit? A rubber band ball? He's like, listen, shorty, do what I do. Get these motherfuckers under control. Threaten them with a gun before the bell rings. Assertive discipline is the book she's reading. Like, that is going to work on those kids in there. She was better off just writing her own book that night. Like, at least starting, like, a chapter or two. How to deal with these badass kids before I go to jail for aggravated assault. Volume 1. Damn, man, I'm thinking of what I'm going to take off my list now that I put Sister Act 2 on there, man. I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I kind of looked at Carrie for a second, but I want to keep Carrie on there for the high school theme for this month or school theme in general because I don't have too much horror on my list. Okay, you little bastards. She said, I got my cowboy boots and a leather jacket. I'm ready. I don't know what the fuck the lag is, people, but my apologies if y'all are tuning into this. Disrespectful. Somebody's in the background like, where the hell's the music coming from? He really looks like fake ass Eric Bates. The chick that plays Angela, she looks like somebody I went to school with. She looks like a Spanish version of this girl I went to school with. I'm sorry, but I'm not allowed to touch But if you really think you know what you're doing, come on up here. Hey, sound like a challenge to me, Essay. You better get up there. Oh, I know what I'm doing. You said that shit force. You can't touch me. Oh, okay, Emilio. How, how how are you able to say this and your girlfriend is in class? <laughs> Y'all know what's crazy? The dude Darrell right here is a nigga in every hood that's just like him. And they tend to be pretty cool. Like, I, I know somebody like him, or used to know somebody like him. And he's pretty obnoxious, but he's a cool dude. Nacho. The actor that plays Emilio, I want to say he was... Was he in Hackers? 
I want to say he was in that movie Hackers with um, Johnny Lee Miller. That's the dude I was talking about, by the way. That dude with the scully on. This lag, people, is... Ooh, God damn it. When he did that little robot back off shit, he looked like Merlin Santana. Recipe shout out to Merlin Santana. I was actually watching, um, like a not a documentary, but it was something talking about what had happened to Merlin Santana when he got killed years back. It was such a fucked up situation, man. Cause dude was a good actor, man. If nobody knows who Merlin Santana is, that was Romeo from Steve Harvey. But that was that was some bullshit, man. Okay. How that went down with him. Turn your body away from him so that your butt is in his stomach. Okay. Oh dear. Sexual harassment galore in this movie, man. The sound when he grabbed his wrist, he was ready to fuck him up. Okay, ready? That was a nice little drop, but everybody gassed it up. <laughs> oh, man. Emilio really is one of my favorite characters in this movie because Emilio, while he's small, like he wasn't no bitch, man. He was ready to rumble whoever. So, if you want to pass, all you have to do is try. Yeah, sit the fuck down. Look at fucking Sideshow Bob in the back. Everybody's a fake ass something here. That dude in the back with the with the, the, the curly fro, he looks like fucking Anderson Verajal. Used to play for the Cavaliers. Crazy. You know, like, it, it seems like such a good 90s, a great 90s gesture or just sighting when people have boom boxes up to their ear and, you know, everybody's in on the music having a good time, but you ready to risk your fucking eardrum putting that thing? Like, this dude with the scully, he looks like, everybody look like somebody. He looks like Bokeem Woodbine. Now that was her mistake, because now everybody thinks that they're in karate class. <laughs> I'm sorry, yo. I that kid I said looks like Eric Bates. I, I can't stand his character. I know he doesn't get many lines, but he flagged her off and said, "Get out of here, bitch!" When she said, "I'll teach you some tomorrow," or whatever. 
Look at the throwback camera though. She's like, okay, I was just watching your MTV raps last night. What can I write on this board that they can relate to? Okay, it's a little dramatic. Well, it was between you and us. Hell yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, I don't care if I live or die. What about that? What's all this bullshit with dying? You want to dig? No, darling, but I do want you to keep your A. So I'm going to make it real easy on you, okay? All you have to do is tell me the verb that makes this sentence true. That was so well timed right there, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, what verb that we use today is the most powerful? I love Luann's reaction. She's like, you, 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 you're paying attention? You learning? Okay, cool. Callie is, you know, none of these kids are stupid per se, but as far as being one of the brightest, Callie is definitely one of the standouts. And she's the one that's, Callie seems like she's the one that, um, she didn't want to be like a, a a product of her environment, victim to circumstance. Cause she is she reveals later on that she's pregnant when uh, Luann comes to see her at her job, and I don't know if the, it was just a rumor that my oldest brother, you know, uh, told me once upon a time when we were kids. He told me that this act, the actress that plays Callie, has a twin sister. I I did, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but if not. Then the actress that plays Callie also played um, Keisha in Juice, Raheem's baby mom. So she's no stranger to hood movie. She she kind of gives me like Embouche right vibes sometimes. I gotta stop with the comparisons, man. I feel like like I do it so often. I feel like somebody at some point. You know, they're listening to these these commentaries and they're like, who the fuck? Like, why do you keep name dropping? <coughs> Courtney B. Vance, ladies and gentlemen, the man who does not yell, scream, or shout not once in this fucking movie. Now, Ms. Johnson, I'm taking into consideration the fact that you're new and therefore don't know that teaching karate is against school policy and can lead to a lawsuit in case of an injury. But you can avoid this kind of error. You simply follow the curriculum dictated by the Board of Education. Well, um, She's like, I'm sorry, you look so much like LeVar Burton when you sit in a chair like that. Most of my students don't even know what a verb is. If you're going to teach them, I'm sure there's a better sentence than 
we choose to die. <laughs> oh, shut I'm sure there are, but I, I, I needed a sentence that would get their attention. And, well, and I love how she... be <clears throat> better than this. You know how she nodded her head when she's like, yeah, I had, to, I needed something to get their attention. The, the teacher next to her just nodded her head. And it's like, fuck you. Like, don't fucking patronize me. Now, I know that you are the teacher, the smarter she is. But I, I'm afraid you're just going to have to go along with our policies. Even if you don't agree with them. All So I just see, I see that they dropped the not just dropped but a little while ago they dropped the trailer for Godzilla minus one. I don't I don't know what the I don't know like I'm I'm waiting for Godzilla and Kong like that give me that but don't give me nothing at all all right. And, uh, we're gonna be waiting for Godzilla versus Kong two uh, for a little while longer because that shit got pushed back. I wonder if that's how teachers really grade papers when they're like great in a bad one. They're like another fucking idiot. <laughs> Looks like the shittiest basketball game ever played in the nineties, yo. No, my own little secret weapon. <laughs> okay, so never is It's a little stereotypical. Uh, the the sentence is never shoot a homeboy. It's like oh, all right, Luann, take it easy. I wonder if Luann Johnson has an Instagram page. I'm definitely going to tag her to this. Sensei. Hmm. It's obvious that homeboy is a noun. <laughs> noun is correct. Well, give me my damn candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, <laughs> the fact that he said thank you in the same voice. It's the little things, man. Poetry? Well, because if you can read poetry, you can read just about anything, huh? When you're ready for poetry, you're ready for bear. I'm always ready for bear. I'm always ready to see you bear. Oh, shut up, you stupid. Oh, yeah? Oh, They're like, oh my god, not work, not actual work. Okay, here's the deal. When we finish this assignment, I'm going to take all of you to a place that has the highest parachute jump. Nah, I'm good. You lost me as soon as you said the parachute jump. The most delicious hot dog. The hardest game. Prizes. In the world. And we don't gotta pay for it? Huh? And we don't gotta pay for it? Not a penny. So then who pays? The 
Board of Education. Oh my god, now fake ass Eric Bates, he's got a um uh fucking Oakland Raiders scully on. I'm sorry. Since when did the Board of Education done anything for us, huh? Yeah man, you fucking barely get lunch. <laughs> well I'm sorry you feel that way, Amelia. The that stare down between her and Emilio in that moment right there, okay, that on. let her know, and he was letting her know how much could, and it's fucked up, but how much control he has over this classroom. It's crazy, man. Shut up. He's like, you better be for real. I ain't never been to a carnival before in my life. Miss Johnson? Yes, Callie? If you want to get the class to listen, get Amelia. Callie, man, with the fortune cookie hints, yo. She's like Black Princess Katana. Use the element which brings life. It's okay. I think that's Monica's song. <laughs> Again, I wonder if teachers really say that to their students behind closed doors. Okay, go for it. But I gotta find a gimmick first, you know? Something that'll grab their attention. Who's your favorite poet, Ruben? My favorite? Oh, there's so many. How do I choose? I'm serious. Hmm. Serious, okay. Big D Dylan. Get out! Why not? Well, I don't, he's not for everybody. I, mean, I want you to never call another man Big D, okay? I suppose that's because he wrote drunk. All right, Griffith. You a drinking problem? Well, the guy's Welsh. You know, there ain't a lot to do there. I thought he was from Minnesota. You know, if the guy's your favorite poet, you might want to read up on him a little bit. He was Welsh and he drank himself to death. Dad? Not dead. I saw him yesterday on MTV. We saw Dylan Thomas on MTV. <laughs> Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob Dylan. He looked dead. He looked dead. I love little moments like that. Like you can tell they were real friends. Like they're just you know talking shit amongst each other while they're getting into their own separate cars, but they were keeping the conversation going. I'm not sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. Thank you. Tawana? The next three lines, Tawana? Yes, you, Rosie Perez. Hey, you are next. Play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following. Good. Yes. What does that mean? What do you think it means? You gotta love how that dude in the back who just said, what does that mean? Him and his girlfriend are the only two people that can sit directly next to each other. Like she's an extension of his desk. (laughs) That's some funny shit. I never paid attention to that. So what if I told you that Mr. Tambourine Man 
code name. A code name for what? A drug dealer. Is it? Well, a lot of people think so. You know, this song is from the 60s when you couldn't sing about drugs, so they had to make up codes. So what was the code? What Shit, and now everybody's, they high on everything. Well, you think a song for me means give me the stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's like that nigga been up drinking all night and smoking some shit and everybody broke out on his ass. And he's hot, he's still hot, but he's kind of low and shaky, you know, Jingle Jang. Yeah, and you need something like a big heat of crack or cocaine. Whoa. So what do you think, Amelia? Do you think that Raul is right? It's too personal to discuss. Oh, this this motherfucker, man. Not to participate in the discussion. Not about something so personal. Jesus, man. Want to draw for it? What? High card. You don't have to discuss anything. Why do I gotta draw for it? That's the way it is now. Oh God, Amelia, we get it, man. We get it. You're you're that guy, and you wanna you wanna say shit without saying shit. You know, it's like Amelia. Would you like to use the hall pass to get a drink of water? He's like, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to be drinking water or not, Miss Johnson. It's like, make a, make a goddamn decision. You fucking edge lord. God, I can't say. <laughs> like Amelia, he gets under my skin, man, because he is that one student that. <coughs> You know, when, when she gets through to all of the students, Emilio will give her a hell of a, of a setback, man. And he'll be like, no, that's bullshit, y'all. Don't believe her. And then everybody's against her. Like, just that soon. I will not answer this question. I don't... I, I, listen, there wasn't a motherfucker in any class I had that, that had that type of power. Like, I'm going to feel how I feel regardless. I'm going to give partial credit. Now, as far as somebody that was like a class clown getting us all in trouble, yeah, I, I will fall victim to that at times. This dude's a chain smoker, man. Every scene he's in, he's smoking a cigarette. I remember. I remember too. You know what's crazy? <clears throat> Michelle Pfeiffer's still relevant, still killing it. Um, I did not like Ant Man, Quantum Mania, but she is a highlight in there. I like I like the interactions between her and Jonathan Majors. I'm not ready now. Like I know we're not gonna get a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton, but had they done that. Um, I thought you guys always. I I would have been cool with her coming back you as know, Selena Kyle. I was waiting for her to pop up in the Flash movie. The I think that'd have been a dope ass cameo. Cause at the end of the movie, she's like Bruce. I'd love to come live with you in your castle. Just what she say forever, like just like in a fairy tale or some shit. Like it would have been nice to see them play that out in a Flash movie. Tell Maggie she's a lucky lady, Griffin. When they made me, they broke the mold. Awesome. 
I refuse to take medical advice from somebody who eats Cheetos at 8 o'clock in the morning. Listen, I'd rather eat Cheetos at 8 in the morning than smoke a cigarette. I'll see you inside. You're going to finish the cigarette, aren't you? No, I'm not. Really, honestly. I swear. Oh, God. <clears throat> and the dude that looks like Bo Keem Woodbine, he stood in the corner like he knew it was about to be a showdown with Emilio and... About Holmes, are you calling me a liar? Or you think I'm fucking stupid? Yo, man, no, don't get loud, motherfucker. <laughs> don't get loud, motherfucker. <laughs> it's too early in the morning for the bullshit. Oh, shit. Oh, You gotta love how they keep in they incorporate Gangsta's Paradise into the musical score of this movie. I love how the music switched up in that moment. Is it over? Yeah. Emilio, this this actor looks like somebody, man. Everybody looked like somebody, and I can't figure out who Emilio Emilio looks like. I almost called the motherfucker Elio's. I trust you. Now get to your classes. See you later, puto. Catch you later, Vincent. <laughs> Emilio's like, what? What's up? If you hit those kids, you'll pay for it, I swear. He's looking like, don't you know I just bought this fucking leather jacket? Get to your class and behave yourself. He's like, and you don't touch me either, Shouldn't girlfriend. Why not? Because you just shit and mess with Emilio. Oh my God. Who knows that if you make a deal with Emilio and you fuck up on him, you get your locker smashed in with your head. Everybody knows that. Uh, okay. Well, maybe now they all have time to think about it before they get to the locker smashing stage. They're gonna fight no matter what. <laughs> I love when she says that shit. I love it because there's nothing she could do to change it. Like they, I love that it was like honor amongst thieves type of thing, where they squashed it just so she didn't bother them any further. God damn. God damn, he is like mopping the floor with these dudes. That was a terrible stunt man for Emilio. <laughs> he did that fucking he did that that Liu Kang high kick. God. Freeze Love, people. The comedian Freeze Love uh plays that security guard right there. He was in um Oh no, the security guard right there. He uh he was in House Party 3. He said I'll make three bitch pie. Yeah, but we had to. We couldn't walk around with our heads up no more. 
We got a reputation to protect. You a Marine, you understand. Like if America didn't stand up, everyone would attack it. Well, in our neighborhood, if you don't stand up, you can't walk down the street because everyone will attack you, you know? You know? Rato, you fucking puto. Man, I cracked that motherfucker's head. Motherfucking that's it. That's it. And I made it worse, and I made you and Gosmero look bad in front of everyone by saying that Emilio was stronger than the both of you. I thought you was helping. Ma'am, I'm sorry. You really have to go. I gotta get him on. Now everybody, all the students were looking at Luann like she was just Judas. Poor Luann, man. She's just trying to do the right thing with these kids. And they just, these kids just keep taking steps backwards. You know, it's like every time, you know, it's one of those one small step for man moments. These fucking kids from hell, man. These rejects from hell, like she said. But she's getting, she is getting through to these kids, though. Nasty cut. You mind telling me what the fight was about in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> I really would like to know what happened. I'm not going to make any trouble for you. I just want to know. Was it worth it? Yeah, it was worth it. Why? Because it felt good hitting him in the face. I got him good, man. Yeah, you like to hit people. Yeah, I like to hit people. <laughs> Why? You feel angry a lot of the time? So now you're gonna try and psychologize me? You're gonna try and figure me out? I'll help you. I come from a broken home and we're poor, okay? Spanish ski Ulrich. That's who he looks like. Did, like if Billy like if they remade Scream with like an all Hispanic that. cast. I know I probably Thank just pissed a lot much. of people off and people are probably yeah, like, we don't need a woke that. version of Scream. You gonna give me some good advice? But he looks like no. he looks like he would be you Billy Loomis. Me the streets? Well forget it. How the fuck are you gonna save me from my life, huh? It's probably one of the best lines in the movie. Um what he just said right there. How the fuck are you gonna save me from my life? That's is pretty deep, man. Here and I can't find a phone number in any of them. Well, sometimes they don't give a number, and sometimes they don't have a phone. Sometimes they say go fuck yourself. Sometimes, not all the time. I heard Bonita. Did they, they called her pretty? Who was hitting on her? Was it the boy? Oh no, that was the girl. I'm sorry. Whoa. Was that in the script for her to trip like that? 
Emilio's like, God damn it, I'm in trouble. The worst kind of trouble. You have a lovely family, Mrs. Sanchero. Thank you. My husband looked at her like, don't you get, don't, don't you be all hype. I warned Raul to stay out of trouble. He's forcing our family to maybe graduate high school. So oh, wow. He's going to get punished big for what he done. <clears throat> don't you worry. We're going to try something but from the Saw movies. Wrong. For his punishment. I know, no, I know, but he didn't start the fight. He was defending himself from a bigger boy. He was protecting himself. Well, why they send him home? It's just school policy. It gives the other boy time to cool down. Actually, I'm here because I just wanted to tell you both personally what a pleasure it's been having Raul in my class this semester. Raul's like, what? You must be I'm a pleasure. Proud. Yes. He's, um, well, he's very bright, funny, articulate. Look how he's, like, his eyes are welling up. The truth is, he's, he's one of my favorites. And it's not like she was lying, but he's looking at her like, yo, you, first of all, this is news to me. I didn't know you felt like this towards me as, a, as one of your students, but you are saving my ass right now. <laughs> he's like, you have saved me from the biggest ass whooping that anybody's ever gotten in this house that was such a great fucking moment man because it could have been all cap you know it could have been just her saying she was saying it to smooth things out but she was laying truth down as well and i've had um like i wasn't at least i don't think i was for my teachers i wasn't like a troubled student in high school or anything like that but i've had teachers that just you know they they see shit in you that you don't even see in yourself it sounds like a cliche but it's true. Hola, la maestra de Emilio. Teacher for Emilio, I'm assuming she said. Maestre, I didn't know what that meant until I saw Only the Strong. That's what they kept calling, um, that's what they kept calling Mark DeCosco's. Okay, this is another Dylan poem. Was she who the real capoeira maestre? That just mean what it says. Oh, God, I forgot everybody. These petty ass, they all giving her the silent treatment. And I will not carry Because some of their crew got suspended. When I go to my grave, my head will be high. My head will be high. What does that mean? Even, But even Callie's giving her the silent treatment. Damn, traitor. Nobody. Is there something I should know? Yeah, I'll tell you. You ride it on Raul. Guzmado and Emilio. Yeah, you got Emilio put into detention. It wasn't none of your business, Chismosa. And you got Raul and Guzmado suspended. How are they gonna get the fucking ass? And you got hey, Emilio. I didn't write on anybody. Chismosa. Oh, God. Oh, hell no, Twitch. She said, you got Emilio put into detention. It's not expulsion, goddammit. Hey, listen. Nobody's forcing you to be here. You have a choice. You can stay or you can leave. Lady, why are you playing this game? You don't have a choice. You don't have, you don't have a choice in whether or not you're here? No. 
If we leave, we don't get to graduate. If we stay, we got to put up with you. Well, that's a choice, isn't it? He had just way too much attitude when he said that. Put up with me. It may not be a choice you like, but it is a choice. Man, you don't understand nothing. I mean, you don't come from where we live. You, you're not bust here. Do you have a choice to get on that bus? Man, you come and live in my neighborhood for one week, and then you tell me if you got a choice. But there are a lot of people. Meanwhile, who she lives in the suburbs. Who choose not to get on that bus? What do they choose to do? They choose to go out and sell drugs. They choose to go out and kill people. They choose to do a lot of other things, but they choose not to get on that bus. The people who choose to get on that bus, which are you, are the people who are saying. I will not carry myself down to die. When I go to my grave, my head will be high. That is a choice. There are no victims in this classroom. I don't know if that was in the trailer, but that was a moment right there. Why do you care anyway? You just here for the money? Because I make a choice to care. And honey, the money ain't that good. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they act like they had a secret beef going on. It's the best lines I've ever heard. Read it again. This guy, like, it's good. It's a breakthrough moment. Don't get me wrong. But it pisses me off that, like, now y'all are, you know, because Emilio's interested, everybody's, like, chiming in answers here, chiming in answers there, giving, you know, input here and giving input there. It's like, y'all could have been learning. No, don't mean just what it says. Because you wouldn't go under the ground if someone told you death was coming. But you would go into the ground if you were already dead. Some philosophical shit, sir. The rest of you agree with that? They're like, yeah, I don't want to agree with it, but you know, Emilio sound like you're right. I kind of agree with it, but I think it just means that he ain't going to help death out. Callie, so, listen, I like Callie. I like her a lot, man, but she's such a fucking flip-flopper. How are you going to drop the fortune cookie, you know, piece of paper on Luann and say, if you want to get the class to listen, get Emilio, that includes you too? Like, goddamn. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, but what about uh, the rest of it? Um... When I go to my grave, my head will be high. Head will be high. What does that mean? Gold pride. Where do you get that gold tooth from? She's looking at Emilio. All other students left. She's like, oh, shit. This is it, man. You went to Raul's house last night. You got mom, too, right? Okay, that's what they told me. Oh, Jesus. My dog continues his beef with the mailman, people. Uh, I forgot about the amusement park sequence. I don't know how I forgot about this sequence. It's one of the best in the movie. In 95, sure. 2023, that shit does not look secure at all, yo.
Now that I, I am not fucking with that. Where they strap you into that sphere thing that keeps spinning. Not gonna lie to y'all, uh, it does look fun though, man. I haven't been to. A I think the last one I've been to was Dorney Park. I'm not gonna lie, I'd say it was Six Flags. It was definitely Dorney Park. I haven't been there in. Sheesh. Final Destination 3 ruined a lot of amusement park uh, aspirations for me, man. I'm not gonna lie. Here we go, Mr. B. You, you know, he's he's almost as bad as the Allstate Insurance guy. Is it Allstate Insurance? The, the guy from Wait Next Hill? I'm not gonna lie, whatever she's eating, I always wanted I some. So I don't know if it's like a, a Jolly Rancher. They didn't make cream savers back then, so it couldn't be that. Their reward for reading poetry. In my class, Mr. Grandy, poetry is its own reward. It's a nice little punchline she hit him with. Appetizers. Freshly cut base shrimp grilled to perfection. This is the Xerox of a menu. That is correct. That actually sounds good. Some shrimp sounds very good. The best restaurant in town. Ever hear of it? Yeah, we heard of it. Supposed to be like some special restaurant or something. Mm -hmm. So does it sound it was a good? special restaurant. Sound like Fifty Cent. It was his best Fifty Cent impression. The Dylan Dylan contest goes there for dinner with me. And what's the Dylan Dylan contest about? Well, there's Bob Dylan, who we've been reading, and then there's Matt Dylan. Who was a piece of shit in the movie Crash and Wild Things? Who also wrote poems. If you could find a poem and something about Mary. Dylan Thomas, that is like a poem written by. God damn! Were there any? Let me ask y'all a question. Were there any good movies where, or were there any movies where Matt Dillon played a good guy, for the most part? Cause he's always a fucking sleazeball in everything I've seen him in. Sam Lombardo. I love how she tucked the book. She was like, nope, I'm winning this contest. They looking like, we ain't never seen this motherfucker in the library before. Yo, every fucking poem Dylan Thomas wrote is about death, man. Now how are we supposed to know which one right? Figure it out. Oh, that girl right there sitting next to him. She was in 187, and I think she was on Lean On Me. Where's the death? Night. All that stuff about night. That's death. 
So it's don't go gentle until that good day. Yeah, but I think good is sarcastic. When they say do not go gentle, that's like saying don't go easy. So it's the same as I will not go down. Callie's like, yo, don't celebrate, don't celebrate, don't let these niggas know we won. This is me just going through old pages of like bullshit stories or scripts with a silly smile on my face thinking that it was actually good work at the time. Cringeworthy people is a lot of that shit I used to write I'm telling y'all. But they do say that the first draft of it, of anything is going to be trash. Oh, gee, brown noser, shut up. Raul, Darrell, and Kelly. This is going to be that same student in the back that's going to be like, where is that music coming from? They got their own theme song? A celebratory theme song? talk his shit and I love that you know it wasn't like they were beefing but they had their little you know their little moment of BS in the beginning of the movie but I love that Raul and Darrell you know dapping each other up now the students are in good spirits she's like yeah they banned me from that restaurant for life She's like, Miss Johnson, I need this money. Make me a motherfucking to-go box. She loved her Cheetos, man. I never peeped she was eating Cheetos in that scene, too. The Flowering Peach. I wonder if that restaurant is still intact or not. How about this jacket? Fantastic. Go ahead, touch it. It's real leather. She's like, no, it's not real leather. but you, they, they tans, but we keep them clean, though. Well, I guess it's just you and me, Hanson. I guess so. Careful, Miss Johnson. Ladies first. Are you sure they got chicken? Mm-hmm. Can I tell you a little about CBU specials? God damn, my man walked up with the sounding like Michael Caine in the Dark Knight trilogy. May I interest you in some coup de gras? Wild mushrooms and fennel salad. For the entree, we're featuring a complex shellfish pan roast with orso, a touch of confit. And I'd have been like, bro, whatever you selling, I'm buying it. Like, that is a great sales pitch and a great accent. Could we have a few minutes, please? Uh, yes. Thank you. 
Meanwhile, he's just he's going to come back like, I can't give you a few minutes because Master Wayne is actually awaiting my presence right. in the foyer. When the waiter comes back, you may as well talk to him. It'll be good practice for your summer job interviews. That's true. You talk to that guy, he probably thinks I'm weird or something. He does not. He can't help but notice your natural charm. <laughs> you just look him straight in the eye and you talk to him like you would anyone else. Now go ahead and call him. Go ahead. Just... <laughs> like something was wrong with his neck. <laughs> Are we ready? Okay, I'll have the chicken. A whole one. He's like, my God, young man. How would you like and it, sir? And one to go, please. One to go. Yo. The fuck? You never had anybody have a to-go box? Or bag? What? Nothing? He's like, would you like some Hennessy on the rocks? I see you've got this young Rothy in here. He probably drinks it. Hey, Miss Jake. I was wondering maybe if like in the next couple of days if I... Is everything alright? Like, bro, we just got our food. Calm down. Don't be mad or nothing, but I gotta be absent for a couple of days without your coming to my house. It's important. You can tell she's really teaching these kids, because I love how he said, without your coming to my house. Very fancy. I gotta make some money to pay back this guy. Escobar. This doesn't sound important enough to cut school. It is. I gotta pay for this jacket. See, I got it off the street from this guy for $200, and he said he'd trust me for it until Friday. Why did you buy it on the street instead of in a store? You crazy? You know how much this would cost in a store? I He's like, I looked at the tag in the store. It was $205. Jesus. So, are you going to go out and get a job, or are you going to go out and steal two to pay him back? Miss J, I got to pay him back. He'll kill me. We talking. I didn't have nothing to wear. We, we talking literally or metaphorically? I'm concerned either way. Fine. I'll let it be. I can't take your money. Teachers are poor. Everyone knows that. Yeah, damn. Well, you don't really have a choice, do you? If you don't pay the guy back, he'll kill you. If you cut school, I'll tell your father. And he'll kill you, so I'm your only way out. <laughs> oh, man. But I do have one condition. Big? Huge. Would you want interest? Bigger. Jesus Christ, what is it? Well. Would you like dessert? No. Another <laughs> glass of wine? Oh, no, I'm fine, thank you. Coffee, perhaps. Hey, man, we're talking. He's like, well, I will back the fuck off then. So what's the condition? You have to pay me back on the day you graduate. What if I don't graduate? Well, then you'll never pay me back the money. But I know that if you say you do, you'll kill yourself keeping your word. God damn. That's pretty dark, man. 
I don't get it. Why do you care so much if I graduate? Weird, isn't it? Huh? Yeah. These kids have never had anybody that that's given a shit about them like that. like how she does. You have my word. Hi. Changing these kids' lives, man. One smooth soundtrack at a time. Hey. Oh, hi. Hi. How you doing? Scared hi, the hi. shit out of Callie. I think this is the first time I ever brought food into a supermarket. <laughs> yeah, it smells really good. Yeah. Good, thanks. Well, Raul says if you don't like it, he'll take it off your hands. Please, like him, he will. <laughs> Big idea. Tell you this place would fall to pieces if it wasn't for No. Callie. Just between you and me. Your scores. I think you should consider going into advanced English. Oh, uh, what I'm gonna be at Clearview. You didn't know? No. You didn't see my record? No, I didn't I didn't know. She's so confused. Semester? Are you moving? No. I'm pregnant. And since I'm starting to show, they thought it was time, you know. Who thought it was time? School. They don't let you stay there if you're pregnant. But they told me you have this really good program at Clearview with like teenage mothers and they teach you stuff like parenting and nutrition, all kinds of stuff. So I thought it would be good for me, you know. And Luann is just She doesn't even know like What to say about it What's the cold word? The cold word is great vibes and great prizes I'm keeping it under cover but coming soon I surmise this Okay I wonder if it was just for the movie or was he really like an aspiring rapper back then? Yeah, so what's the prize what I wouldn't have given, man, to have a, a a high school teacher that was as thorough, or a female high school teacher that was as thorough as Luann Johnson. I'm not saying that I had bad female um, teachers back in high school. I think one of my one of the best high school female teachers I had, Miss Lindsay. I think she was like I think she taught a world history. We did have like a <laughs> if we're gonna talk about movies where teachers overcome these these reject from hell students. I had this science teacher back in high school at one point, uh Miss Searing. And she wouldn't have lasted through a movie like this. Like, the class used to have her in fucking tears, man. Like, whole face red. 
she's just like, I don't know what to do with these fuckers. I shouldn't even be laughing, man. I should not. They don't, they, they, yeah, and it just sank in for Luann because she she knows they don't give a fuck about these kids, man. It's unfortunate. Just push him out a little earlier, make it a little harder, make it a little more hopeless. I do what I have to do. You can hear the pain in her voice when she said that too. To have a pregnant girl in a classroom. It's not a warning, Luann. It's, it, it's prestige. It's stardom. It's attention. You know, not all these girls become pregnant by accident. The I guess there are like generational differences as far as how they handle stuff like that because I don't recall too many girls when I was in high school that were pregnant but I do recall maybe two or three and they were uh they were definitely showing they were there for quite a while through their pregnancy but it wasn't like a whole bunch of girls running around pregnant at least ones that I didn't see I, I definitely remember two or three She's like, hey, you're that teacher that keeps popping up at all the students' houses. It's pretty stalkerish. I swear to God, that's the girl from uh from what's the the Bernie Mac show? I think that's the girl from the Bernie Mac show. She's so tiny in this movie. I never really, I'm not gonna lie, I never really was crazy about the Bernie Mac show, but I do recognize the cast members. Hi. She's like, Miss Johnson, Hi. what the fuck are you doing here? I'm sorry to just bust in on you like this, but I have the most wonderful news, and I wanted to come tell you personally. You do not have to go to Clearview. There is nothing in the rules that says you can't stay exactly where you are. But uh, she already enrolled in Clearview. Oh, well, that's all right, she, but she doesn't have to go there. Yeah, but Kimberly wants me to take them up to the B program at Clearview. You know, and he thought it would be a good idea if I learned how to take care of the babies. I don't understand. Do you not want to stay at Parkmont? Oh, well, yeah, but I got to learn how to take care of us, you know what I mean? Getting our own place and everything, so. Kelly, just don't throw away all you can become. Kelly was so right. He was so right. 
He told me that you probably try to talk me out of this. You want to know what else he said? He said that you probably don't even like men. And that you're probably not married and you don't want anybody else to be. That's why you're always in everybody else's life. Who the fuck is Kimberly for one? And how does he know so much about Luann that's not true? I can't believe wrong. I was married. And I was pregnant. So what? Plot twist. We got divorced. And I had an abortion. He beat me. It's crazy because a, a a really sucker punch type of reveal type of moment like this had to happen because it shows how many layers Luann Johnson has to her, man. Like, she's not the fucking, you know, I said that I wasn't going to call her a square, but she's not the square that they thought she was, man. She's been through a lot. She's been through a lot, man. That's why I guess why she's able to, you know, handle kids that are almost equally as fucked up. That makes any sense. Man, she came to me with open arms. How original. He waited he waited all week to say that one line to him. You're dead, man. Just got this six X Dicky shirt too. And we know how that we know how the story ends, man. But that encounter Emilio had is is gonna result in his fate, man, and it's fucked up because it was all over Angela. I've, oh my god man i'm glad i've never been that guy listen if if somebody wanted to leave me and move on they, like you can have her bruh Came out looking like Lynn Thigpen. Hi, I'm Luann Johnson. I'm the boys' teacher. I know who you are. You're that white bread bitch messing with my baby's mind. <laughs> Jesus. I beg your pardon. My boys don't go to your school no more, and that's gonna be it. Damn. You took them out of school? You damn right I did. I saw what they were bringing home: poetry and shit. A waste of time. <laughs> they got more important things to worry about. Don't you think that finishing high school will be valuable to their future? That's not in their future. I ain't raising no doctors and lawyers here. They got bills to pay. Why don't you just get on out of here? Go find yourself some other poor boys to save. <sighs> it's a heavy moment. And she's just stuck. Like, she can't even... She don't even know how to respond, but it's, it's crazy. I've never been through this, but... There are family members like that. You know, you don't need no motherfucking school. You got to pay these bills and take care of this house. But they don't understand, like, how much they're stripping away from, from kids when they push that on, though. forgive an enemy than to forgive a friend. The man who permits you to injure him deserves your vengeance. 
And Luann, she's so stressed, man. She's like, oh my God, like I'm losing my my some of my favorite students one by one. Let's go on with this poem tomorrow. Why don't you take out your worksheets and do the vocabulary? Say what? I don't need no vocabulary. I don't want to do no damn vocabulary. Then don't. Vocabulary. What do you mean? You mean I have a choice? She's like, you're right, and you also are auditioning for the Pauly Shore biopics. So go sit the fuck down somewhere. Words or thoughts, and we can't think without them. So please. And so let's just do it, man. She's gonna be down our back in a minute. God damn, yo. Not, so not only is Kali uh, a flip flopper, but so is uh, Raul. Like, damn, bro, she just said she was going to pay off the stolen jacket so you wouldn't get killed in the street. You had to pay her back so you wouldn't kill yourself at the end of the year. Like, and he's flip-flopping. Who? You didn't even give him a chance to answer. He out of jail. He says that I'm his girl that Emilio took me from him. And now he wants to kill Emilio. Emilio, if this boy is threatening you, we can go to the police. But this is nothing you can do anything about. This guy's looking for me to kill me. The only way for me to stop him is for me to kill him first. All right, gunslinger. But Emilio, wait, 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 wait. Can we, can we talk about this? Come to my house. Yeah, right. What, you're too proud to hide? It's better to wander the streets all night? Come on. He's trying to save his life, man. This is when the movie started to get sad for me. I was already sad that she was losing her favorite students to different circumstances. But this is when the stakes got raised a little more in, in this movie for me. And I love that she basically let him know, like, look, like, you, 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 she didn't say it verbatim, but it's like, you want to do this tough guy shit. Like, I love that she's like, you're too proud to hide. Like, come on, man, put, put your pride aside and survive. Like, that's all she wanted. About him, not about his threatening you, but about his being on crack. He'll be turned over to the juvenile court for, for drug abuse in school. He won't serve hard time, but by the time he gets out and he's detoxed, he he will have gotten over trying to kill you. Nah, it's wishful thinking, baby. Cause he's go he's probably he probably would have been locked up stewing on it even more. Like, damn man, I was out no. on the street stressed out. Around, now I'm locked up right. stressed out over this yeah. dude. That's better. Man. You don't understand. You asked me once. How I was gonna save you from your life. This mm. is how. This moment. Right now. Yeah, how her voice is cracking this will up. This make the difference in your life forever. Michelle Pfeiffer was she was going for it in this movie, man. Like I said, this is top three performances for me. 
She's got a nice looking house though. It's not too big. It's not too small. I, I like the way it's put together on the outside. If that makes any sense. Emilio? Oh, and the fact that Emilio's not there and what we find out later. What we find out later, what makes what happens more effective for me Emilio? is the fact that he went to the principal for help. He took her advice and he tried to go for help. And the, the, the response that the principal gave him and gives to Luann, it makes it so much more heartbreaking, man. It's one of those moments where, where you know, us as audience members, it's like, damn, you know, we start singing our shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Damn, if, if the principal just did this or if Emilio just did that. Did you talk to him? No, I sent him away. Do you, what do you mean? Because he didn't knock. He said it so matter of factly too. Like I it's so he didn't knock? God. Yes. Miss Johnson, I'm trying to teach these children how to live in the world. And in the world, you just don't burst into someone's office. God damn. Because he didn't knock? Her reaction is just Looking like, well, I wonder what's wrong with her. Whole class just dead silent, just waiting on the, the, the verdict, man. This, oh my god, it was so depressing. And it, it had to be her to deliver the news. Short round. I like the actress, but the character she plays here is just like, eh. Mr. Grandy is with the police. Yeah. Um, they just found Emilio Ramirez three blocks from the school. He was shot this morning. Is he dead? He's dead. The way she looks into the classroom when she says, Are you going to, when she says this, are you going to tell him? Do you think that's wise? Well, uh, perhaps if you talk to them a little bit about death and, and, and what it means. Fuck you, lady. What would you like me to say? That if you don't want to die, remember to knock? Right, bitch. That's what she should have said to her. I'm sorry, y'all, but that, that is, she's cold, man. They cold. Board of Education and the staff, they don't give a fuck about those kids, man. And the fact that Luann Johnson did, she grew to love these kids, man. Like they were her own. Bad news. Hmm. Angela knew. She knew. Amelia was shot this morning. <laughs> Is he dead? Oof. Emilio, not Emilio, but Raul kind of just was like, oh. But it hit all of them, yo. That girl right there who's getting smart to a movie, she's crying. Like, it hit everybody. 
And it, like I said, is one of those moments where it's like, damn, man, if Mr. Grand Grady or Grandy would have just heard him out, man, he still would have been alive. Like, it's such a powerful and emotional moment that even though it's, well, it's a movie, it's based on true events, but even in the movie, you are just creating so many different scenarios in your head to wonder what could have been, how it could have played out differently, man probably one of the saddest deaths in a you know one of those in one of these types of high school movies and you don't even see it you just hear about it the aftermath you don't see a body you don't see emilio the next day before he gets killed you see him the night before uh, uh, i won't uh, i will not be here next year i'm not coming back i'll come this is something we did She's like, this shit is just way too much for me. This has been the craziest school year I've ever been involved in. I never intended to stay. Um, this was an unexpected job. So if you knew you wasn't going to stay, how come you made me promise what I promised? I... At that time, I thought I would stay. So how come you're leaving? And that's how much she's grown on these kids, man. Like, everybody wants her to stay. They're so fucking upset that she's going. Is it because it's too sad for you? What happened to Emilio? Maybe. And Darrell and Lionel and Callie. I just, I just think that she's like I I want to work at Eastside High instead so if you love us so much and you're so interested in not graduating how come you choose to leave yeah you said about Darrell and Callie and Emilio and Liney but we're here Liney what about us huh none of us make you feel happy we've been working hard and we stayed in school man what about us And I also love that this is the scene that follows. Like, I love that, she, you know, Emilio gave her a hard time because he's, you know, she said he's one of her favorites and vice versa. He's still going to help her pack up. That was the nicest thing anybody ever did for me. It's a respect thing at the end of the day. I don't know anybody else who would give $200 to a Mexican kid on his word of honor. So you gotta let me pay you back. Even if I don't graduate, all right? Why wouldn't you graduate? <sighs> Ain't no other teacher gonna give me no way. Yes, they will if you work for them the way you worked for me. No, but it was different with you. You gave me an A to start with. I didn't have to earn it. I just had to keep it. Are you kidding? Keeping an A is harder than getting an A. Almost anyone can get an A once. But keeping it, that's an accomplishment. Think so? Oh, I know so. Maintenance. Maintaining that grade. Do you realize that the poetry that we read 
is given to people in college? In college. These same poems? Yes. Well, they weren't even so hard. No. Huh. You see? Keep working. I was about to say, will we watch a legacy sequel to Dangerous Minds? I might even see you in college. Nah, me neither. Doesn't even doesn't need it. They didn't even need a damn TV show. I want to go back and watch that show, even though it was not needed. I don't remember enough of it to pull out like, oh, I remember when this scene happened or this scene happened. I just remember the damn thing existing. You gotta love how Luann's taking her plants with her too. No. Oh, what the hell? You're right. You gotta be crazy to stay here and teach these program classes. No money, still at work. Why do you stay? Why do I smoke? I'm crazy. You need any more help? Nah. Thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. This is the life. Just gonna leave your trunk open out there? The kids like her, but the, I mean, her class loves her, but that doesn't mean all the other kids fuck with her like that. And what's she drinking? Oh, another another performance I gotta put. I'm sorry, man. I gotta put in um top five Michelle Pfeiffer roles. A lot of people are gonna disagree with this, but Wolf, I don't give a fuck, man. Wolf, she she's great in that movie. That movie in general is so underappreciated, man. Wow. Welcome back. It's the 29th day, the last day I have to come back. Wolf is one of those movies where it gives uh, like people can say what they want about the film yeah. overall, but it is it it's great performances all around i don't yeah. think there's a bad one in there i hold the like the casting and performances in that movie i hold it up to the same standard as i hold shit like hannibal um seven arguably the exorcist three like all of those they're different calibers of films but the casting and the way that they are just dialing into those roles because up until then i don't know i thought that you'd always be here for me they brought in Kylie the guilt tripper then Raul tells me that you're leaving. Just like that. And I realized that this is my last chance. And I decided. We decided. That I'm not going to just let you leave like that. But, yeah, we realized, like the poem said, you can't give in. You can't go gentle. You got to rage against the dying of the light. Yeah, yeah you got to go for yours. You know that, right? She's like, all right, settle the fuck down, guys. No, no, wait, wait. I'm not giving in. Um, this is my choice. I have no reason to rage against the dying of the light. Because you're not the one who's raging. We're the ones who are raging. See, because we see you as being our light. What? You're our tambourine man. <laughs> oh, I'm your drug dealer? <laughs> I love how Raul says. You got what we need. It's the same thing. He says you got the stuff. Come on, Miss J. 
All the poems you taught us say you can't give in. You can't give up. Well, we ain't giving you up. No way. Now listen, baby, we gonna have to tie you down to the chair and gag you because you know we want you to stay. Ooh, who the hell was she impersonating? Okay, on the left and on the right. Oh, we right, we right. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo. This motherfucker started voguing out of nowhere. He's like the unsung hero of the classroom. Sorry, we're gonna teach you how to we're gonna teach you how to two-step to get you to stay. Wait, how the hell did not even Pete Guzmaro was back in class? And they went right back to fucking up the classroom again. Look how far they have come, man. Why does Griffith have his fucking pants cuffed like that? How'd they get you to come back? They gave me candy and called me the light. <laughs> That'll do it. Is it really that easy? Like fellow teachers out there, do do they just give y'all candy and call y'all the light? It's a nice gesture, though. I, I definitely appreciate the gesture, people. But y'all already know where we're going with this, man. We have survived the dying of the light. We have not given in. We have not given up. We have finished. Um, <clears throat> wait, is there what the hell is there a post credit scene here? OK, because the, the, the shit started like dying down. I think this is Devante's song from um, Jodeci. But anyway, people, we have, you know, we, we've survived the class, people. It wasn't really much to survive unless you, if you want to really consider these motherfuckers rejects from hell. They were easily teachable in comparison to some of the other movies we're going to get into, people. But we did survive the dangerous minds, people. And if y'all haven't noticed from how I was like, trying to peel back layers of this movie this obviously is a 10 out of 10 for me like i said this is when it comes to these types of movies where the the teacher wins over the students and and he or she triumphs and you know it is it, it's it's such a great message especially for the youth today and like i said they i don't think it you know it was going for any um the crazy social commentary maybe a little bit sprinkled in here and there but it wasn't th this wasn't a time where they were trying to force in you know the the undertones and all that type of stuff but it is a lot of um a lot of messages in in this movie to take away from man and it's it's a you know it's such a great 10 out of 10 because it it brings you through the emotions man it brings you joy it it brings you sadness it brings you a feeling of of uh being uplifted you know when you see the, the, the that the kids are interested in learning the inclusion of the poems the you know the um the uh the the, the bob dylan and you know all the, the inclusion of the poems and just the english terms me being um 
you know, a writer and, you know, somebody who has done poetry at some point in time, spoken word and, you know, just overall English class as a whole, that type of shit wins me over. And while I don't really watch many interviews um, or I don't I don't know if Luann Johnson made a book on this movie. Let me check really quickly. Um, but I I would go back at oh I'm, I'm looking at this now she was a writer on one of the episodes of the dangerous minds tv show which actually dropped a year later she produced um becoming eduardo and she played herself in dream school never heard of it but a uh, big shout out to luann johnson man like i said when people talk about biopics i don't think they give this movie um they don't give this movie nearly enough credits or mentions at all for that matter man it, it's an amazing movie um I, you know michelle pfeiffer obviously she goes for it in this one like I said, top three performances of her career. And not only that, but her supporting cast is so decent because you do have a lot of these movies where some of the students are pretty forgettable. They don't have really great written lines. They don't have like an overall impact on the film. But the supporting cast that she's got with with the majority of these students, they do stand out, man. Um, you know, uh, um, Rinaldi Santiago playing uh, Emilio, Wade Dominguez playing, uh, or uh, playing Raul, I meant to say, Wade Dominguez playing Emilio, Brooklyn Harris playing uh, Cali, Roberto Alvarez playing Guzmaro, you do, and, he, and even uh, Maricela, is it is it Maricela Gonzalez playing Angela, I don't know uh, how many more movies, I know I did see uh, the actor that plays Raul and the, the chick that plays uh, Cali, I've seen them in uh, multiple things after this, I believe I have. But as far as the rest of the cast, I, I don't know what they went on to do, but they should have went on to do way more things because even the ones that don't get lines, they do a lot of acting through facial expressions and emotion. You can see that in a couple of the scenes where Emilio's trying to, you know, turn the class against her or when they find out Emilio's been shot and killed. It's a lot of really good background moments. This is also one of those movies where if you go back and watch it, each time there's something different going on in the background that uh, that you may or may not have seen before. And I can appreciate that, man, because it lets it's the, the background bits are, are a character in itself, man. But again, if I got to go back to oh, and I got to shout out, you know, even though he was a piece of shit in this movie, man, Courtney B. Vance. Um, he's <laughs> ooh, he's such a great actor, man. But this is one of those movies where it's like, God damn, I don't the next movie I watch you in. I want to make sure it's a good role for you. I don't want to watch two back to back movies where Courtney B. Vance is playing, you know, Mr. Grandy and shit. And shout out to Robin Bartlett, too. We'll get back to her when we do the Lean On Me commentary sooner than later uh, this month. And shout out to George Zanza Zanza Y'all know I y'all already know at this point, so I'm not even gonna do it. And shout out to John N. Smith for directing a banger, uh, you know, a, a very masterful, powerful, you know, back to school kids in jeopardy get saved by the you know the 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 teacher who becomes their realite type of movies, man. This is the best one for me, man. I always thought that it would be lean on me, but it's it's not, man. And we do have a couple more to get done, people. Like I said, I've actually got to tweak the list a little bit tonight because me, you know, being as though I added um sister act two on the list i now have to take one off to make it you know a, a good 12 count for the whole month of september so we'll get there man i don't know which ones i'm going to take off i've got to make an executive decision i don't know maybe i'll put a poll up for y'all on instagram and y'all can you know vote for which one y'all would rather have me do out of sister act and whatever um I, it's going to be a tough decision people because sister act two is such a god man you talk about background bits and 
supporting cast members and familiar faces it's another one of those bangers man it's fucked up i already know what it is before i even do the commentary i know what i'm going to give sister act two out of a you know on a scale of one to ten but people uh dangerous minds man there y'all have it i appreciate y'all if y'all tune into this commentary man y'all already know where to go and if y'all don't y'all can follow the podcast on spotify itunes google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast breaker radio public Podbean and podcast addict shout out to spotify for podcasters follow me on facebook instagram and tiktok from arrow tutor shout out to the facebook movie group the cinemaniacs happy maniac monday to y'all hope everybody's having a good one and last but certainly not least shout out to the two the reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters out there i'm feeling um as far as the theme goes for this month like i said i'm gonna try to stick to it people i know i fucking suck at keeping up with these themes and staying consistent with them throughout the course of a whole month but we're going we're going to get it done people i'm feeling like uh dangerous minds was a good one to kick this month off with this theme off with and feeling pretty confident after that like i said i've added sister act two to the list i've got um there's a sydney portier movie i put on this list called two sir with love I've never seen it before. That's going to be a first-time watch. Um, Teaching Mrs. Tingle is going to be a first-time watch. What the hell else do I have on here? Light it up. I just recently, uh, when I changed the list for probably the last time, I added just one of the guys. I don't know how many of y'all are familiar with that movie, but I cannot wait to get to that one. It's an 80s comedy that I feel like could never be made today, man. It's just It would just be too fucking controversial, and you know we got that cancel culture bullshit um you know whoever the hell goes along with that shit I, whatever it is what it is but just one of the guys one i really want to get um into man so bear with me people we are we're going to get this theme done man and y'all already know the love and support y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one